The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have Bernal's Fine Jewelry in the house, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her small business story, E. Yes, we have Miss Robin Lees in the house today. Robin, tell us a little bit about who you are and how long you've been with the business. Uh, I've been with Brunel's uh, 25 years. I've been in the business for about 40 years, 40 years plus, um, through a mistake, mm. basically. Uh, I was an art teacher and a psychology teacher before that. Both have helped me greatly with in this industry being able to figure out people, help people, and create beautiful jewelry. So I'm really lucky to have had that background. That's awesome. So now we're going to have to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Right? <laughs> I knew she was gonna, she's going to unpack that well, one. I, I'm, I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> now, I love art. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone does. Um, I have a degree in psychology. Uh-huh. Um, so you taught, and you've taken those two things and used it in your current industry. How do you get from being an art teacher (laughs) to here? Okay, first of all, um, I made a lot of jewelry in college, and I actually kind of helped support myself through college making jewelry. Mm. Um, And then when I moved to Wichita, I couldn't find a teaching job and realized I really was ready to do something else anyway. Could not find a job anywhere. It was midterm, it was middle of winter. I went to Henry's and started selling jewelry at Henry's in Town East, of all things. Mm. Um, But as far as the psychology goes, it helps me on a daily basis. Uh, We're kind of like bartenders. Yeah. You know, we uh, listen to people all the time, and especially in COVID right now, people are lonely and they want to talk. You know, I mean, they want to buy jewelry. They're there to buy jewelry, but they want a relationship. And our store is great at providing relationships where you can come back. And if you just want to visit and get your ring cleaned or something like that, that's fine. You can hang out, have a cup of coffee, whatever. So we try to make it a very pleasant place to be in. Um, but as far as art goes, uh, the jewelry that we like to carry is far more artistic and special. Uh, I mean, we have the the diamond studs and, and everything like that. But we have things that you will not see anywhere else in town and maybe nowhere else in Kansas. 
we do a lot of custom work mm-hmm. and I help do custom design some of the design work. So that's that's pretty awesome. So you started, you know, 40 years ago in the business and did you how do you become a gemologist? <clears throat> what does that look like? What's that um, process? It's a lot of studying. It's a lot of studying. You can go to uh, GIA, Gemological Institute of America, for two years and spend a ton of money there and on campus and everything. Mm. Or you can do it by correspondence. Um, you have to take four big courses. Uh, there's a test after each course. Um, on the Gem Ident test, you have to make 100%. Oh, wow. Or you flunk. So it's really, there's it's a lot to it. Uh huh. And then you also have to go to... Uh, special classes and things on, you know, uh, like Kansas City or Dallas or or places like that as well. So there is a lot to it. All right. Well, I well, thank you for sharing that because I never knew what all it took to, you know, to do those types of things. Tell us a little bit about Burnell's. Um, Where are you guys located? That is such a good question. (laughs) Central and Rock Road. We were still the best known secret. It is crazy. There are people that still do not know where we are. Mm-hmm. And we have been there since 1979. Isn't that something? Same location. We got new owners of the of the strip center and everybody had black um, awnings. And we put a bright blue awning on there and they didn't want that bright blue awning. They wanted them to... Uh, they wanted us to put a black awning on it, too. And we fought because nobody knows where we are, you know, except through advertising and word of mouth. We're kind of in the corner a little bit, so it's hard to see from the street. But Central and Rock Road, people. Central and Rock is where they are. What, what corner? Northeast corner. Okay. Back in the day where the grape used to be? Yes. Next door. There you go. That yeah. was a great place. I know. I wish they open one again. Wasn't that fun? That was was fun. uh, That was good. Shout shout out to Mike (laughs) Fine. His parents have owned that, I believe. Yeah. All right. Back to Burnell's. Yeah, back to Burnell's. Sorry. Good times. Just a drinking establishment from back in the day, (laughs) y'all. Come bring it on back. Uh, Okay. So you're right there at Central and Rock. How else can someone in the Wichita or the the greater region um, find you guys? Are you on social media? You have we're a website? On, yes, absolutely. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. If you Google us, our name comes up. We worked very hard on that to create more uh, uh, emails. We do a lot of email. We okay. even do uh, some different little fun uh, giveaways and things on email. We recently, well, last year or so, uh, actually hired one of our staff now does our social media and a lot of our marketing, and she is absolutely fabulous. She's one of my associate's wives. She used to work for WSU. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, it is. She's great. And and that's one of the things that, if you don't mind sharing, um, for small businesses to decide that they need a full-time or a person who's specifically dedicated to social media and doing the marketing as opposed to just, you know, the traditional sense of marketing. Um, talk to us about that journey for Burnell's and how you guys came up with to that conclusion. Well, first of all, um, Burnell started in 1979 
Uh, Jerry Burnell started it, and it was very, very successful. He's an amazing man. I have to toot his horn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all traditional media. You know, you had magazines, you had newspapers, you had TV, you had radio and everything like that. Well, that just doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't work. Maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, had we not made the changes that we made over the last few years, we wouldn't still be in business. We had to really change a lot of what Mr. Burnell did in his heyday. With that being said, the end goal is to get people into the door. Yes. And But your magic at Burnell's is the special types of gems you have and the ability to really custom make the, the pieces that someone has in their mind. And they're like, okay, I really want this special moment. Robin, can you help me? And that's when you start, that's when you go to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of times people come in with an idea. They they think they know what they want. And then they start looking around. And like I said, we have things that are so special and creative and different that they end up walking out the door with something completely different. Mm. And they're thrilled, you know, and it's not like everybody else has. But uh, one of the things that we've done a lot of the last couple of years with all the illness and everything going on is people have gotten a lot more sentimental and they may have some of the older jewelry that maybe their parents or grandparents had, Mm -hmm. but it's not for them. And so they come in and we recreate it for them. And it's really fun. It's really special. You talked about your story a little bit. Let's talk about the Burnell story, if mm-hmm. you can share that. I believe you said it started in 1979. Can you talk about that? Yes, I can. And it's really a cool story. Uh, Jerry started the business. He um, He's an amazing man and just brilliant, brilliant. But I think his jewelry business started because his wife wanted a pendant that mm. he couldn't afford to do. So he started doing research and everything, and he ended up buying some casting equipment and everything. It started in his basement. He started making jewelry in his basement. (laughs) And then it moved to where he was doing art shows. They lived in a RV and traveled. And then in 1979, he finally got the store. Uh, Apparently, part of Rock Road was still a dirt road when that was founded. Wow. Which is pretty, pretty crazy. Was it? That's what I was told. That's what I was told. Wow. So can't remember. I know. <laughs> it's I can't a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. So he and, start he started a business ba- and in his basement, mm-hmm. and then he started doing. Sh- you said shows, art shows, art shows. You know, traveling around uh, the arts and craft shows and everything around the country. Okay. And then how did he start at uh, Central and Rock? He just finally decided that he wanted a storefront. And he was ready to quit traveling. And um, I think he did it on a dime, too. You know, he didn't have a lot of inventory to begin with. Mm -hmm. He was actually robbed twice within um, a very short period of time. Had to replace inventory, had to replace Ah. inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But um, back then, as well, he did a lot of custom jewelry. So a lot of his money came from not the inventory as much as just doing special pieces for people. He was lucky enough that he um, was able to get several pretty high-end customers pretty early on. 
And I think they really help support him and make his business thrive. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I believe if I'm right, that backs up to Vicarage, I believe, uh, the the neighborhood. So, yeah, I could see why he'd have. It was some, a good location. Yeah. Great location. Yeah. Vicarage and Lake Point, then, yeah, and so on, so on. So, okay, started business in 79, grew it. Uh, is he still in the business? Is he still in the business? No, he retired. Okay. He retired nine years ago, basically. And he wanted to sell the business. He, he And so he approached several of us that had worked with him. He wanted to see the business continue. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Nathan Regan, who is a jeweler there, and his he's third-generation jeweler. Mm. His parents uh, have a store in Garden City. So Nathan and myself and a couple of others bought the business and wow. employee owned. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That really, that, yeah. Actually, that's, that's a nugget. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It nice. was just, you know, I just couldn't, I, I didn't want to work anyplace else. Uh-huh. I love my job. I love the store. I love what we did and what we represented. And I just couldn't see it slide by. So at 59 and a half, <laughs> I decided. Sweet. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Excellent. That's a that's beautiful. So now that you're this big time entrepreneur, how do you <laughs> how do you define success? Doing what you love, doing what you have a passion for, helping the community, helping individuals. That's what it is to me. And uh in that context, we've been really lucky because we are doing well as well. Yeah. So, Excellent. I mean, it's the whole package. Mm-hmm. Employee-owned, E. I, I mean, that is <laughs> that's that's cool. pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you talk about helping people, and that's what it's about. And I love how you frame that because it's not just about selling jewelry. No. Right? It's not about that. No. And I, I love that perspective. Maybe talk a little bit more about that. Uh, to me, it is about relationships, absolutely about relationships. We just have great customers, mm-hmm. and I've made so many friends from it. And like I said, we help them celebrate. We we get to be part of a celebration if they're getting engaged, you know, anniversaries, birthdays, mm-hmm. even if someone passes away and once again they bring in jewelry to recreate, we get to be part of that. And how cool is that? that is I mean, how many jobs do you have where you get to go to work every day and help make people happy? So for some of our listeners um, that are, you know, now being introduced to your store and they may be younger in age, um, talk to us a little bit about um, affordability. Do they, is there something in everyone's price range that can come to Burnell's and Ooh, that's such a good question. <laughs> good job. Um, yes, absolutely. One thing uh, that I've, I do most of the buying and one thing that we have done over the past three or four years, well, something that's happened is we are getting tons of bridal customers. Uh, Mr. Burnell didn't really ever focus on that. Mm. And because he was more into pieces of art and, you know, just more unique pieces. And the bridal business is booming. And a lot of our older customers that were very wealthy were aging out. 
And so we had to figure out what to do to regenerate mm -hmm. this business. And so we do have things in all price points. I mean, we have beautiful silver earrings for $50. Okay. If you want to buy a $100,000 ring, which we sold this year, oh, we wow. can do that too. But what we do is we make it very personal. We sit down with you, if you wish, sit down with you, um, give you all the information you wish, uh, talk about if it's a fashion piece, what looks good on you, why it looks good on you, even colors, things like that, uh, for engagement rings. What is, is she going to have a job where it's going to be hard used, you know, mm -hmm. if she if she works and and um, puts a lot of pressure on it, a lot of things like that. We do that. We just, I mean, we really take you step by step. But the young people are really coming in. We have developed an incredible reputation for engagement rings. Wow. And we hope that they stay with us as they mature for other, you know, other occasions. Life events well. and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Friends, we are here with Miss Robin Lees of Burnell's Fine Jewelry. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors, but we'll be back to hear more of their story. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success we invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Well, welcome back, friends. We're here with Miss Robin Lees and Burnell's Fine Jewelry, and we are hearing a little bit about their story. So, Miss Robin, we just um, talked about the success of the bridal business um, before our break. Can you talk to us a little bit about, um, do you guys have a lot of multi-generation families who come in and grandmothers bringing daughters, daughters bringing then their daughters and things like that? We do, and that's one of the most fun parts is seeing the history mm -hmm. um, that this industry can entail, knowing the grandmother and then the mother and then the daughter mm -hmm. or the son. But we do, we absolutely do, especially with bridal or maybe a special birthday or something like that. But we do a lot with bridal and we hope that continues because it's just fun. I actually have a customer that lives in Arizona hmm. and her, her mom uh, was a customer of ours. And she is a customer of ours, long distance from Arizona. And then her daughter was getting married. And so through the internet and everything, I sold the daughter's fiance her engagement ring. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, it now, is. That That's the type of story I like to hear. Well, hopefully, you know, 
it, it shows the trust that people have in us. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the honesty and integrity that this store has. Yeah. And Messy. I I couldn't imagine, it has to be the experience because I couldn't imagine, I'm not trying to call out a store, but I couldn't imagine somebody going to a big, big box store. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you went there. Big box store and say, yeah, you know, I bought my <laughs> ring from here. Daughter, you going to buy your ring from? Yeah. I, I can't yeah. imagine that as an experience. I mean, it's a different kind of experience, but I can't imagine it as a motherly experience, I guess. I wish more pe- young people really understood how much more we give to them as far as uh, the shopping experience. And a lot of people think because it's an independent store that we are much more costly. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Yeah. And for instance, if um, a gentleman comes in and he has X amount of dollars to spend on an engagement ring, we sit down and talk. We figure out, you know, the mounting and what he wants for the diamond. And if we don't have the diamond in stock, we go shopping. And I love to shop and spend other people's money. <laughs> and so I, I work really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I work very hard. Not just me. All of our staff works very, very hard to find exactly what they want and try to respect the budget as well. Now, other stores just don't do that. You're right. And and I think that is part of it, right? How do we overcome that barrier or perception um, for younger people or for uh, people of any age to think that if it's an independent store, that it's out of their league? Right. You know, um, and, and I think that's important. So thanks for sharing that. And um, I, I think this is a great platform to share that story to say that, you know, this is a place for everyone. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. Um, it just cracks me up to watch a gentleman walk into our store, a young man, and he's got this look on his face like, oh, my gosh, what am <laughs> I getting into? Because he's getting ready to spend a lot of money yeah. on one of the most important things in his life, you know. And it is our job to make him feel comfortable and honored and listen to and find the perfect ring. Thank you for that. So let's talk a little bit about COVID. We've come through some hard years um, being separated from our friends, not knowing what the pandemic was going to bring. How did you guys make it through COVID? It was crazy at first, absolutely crazy. Um, You know, we were shut down for like six or seven weeks. Mm -hmm. Just boom, one day, Mm -hmm. okay, you're closed. Yeah. Every non-essential business is closed. And we had no idea what was going to go on from there. We were terrified. Um, So Nathan and I just kind of kept things going as far as paying bills and, you know, getting repairs done and and things of that nature. Oh, by the way, we have a full repair shop and we do appraisals. Oh, Um, there you go. (laughs) So um, after that, we opened back up, and that's when we started thinking about hiring a full-time marketing person. Mm -hmm. Um, And once again, that was huge, huge for us. And then we had to close down again. Several months later, we had just hired a person, and she got COVID. Mm -hmm. So we had to shut down again. And then in January of the next year, Four of us got COVID all at once. Oh, my. And we had to shut down again. But even with all of that, we had the two best years we ever had. Wow. In 
Yeah. Even with all that, you shut down like six times. And you still. <laughs> tell you, we're rocking it. Oh I'm telling gosh. you. That is amazing. Kudos to you. Wow. Well, thank you. Well, you know, and it's not just us, but I think it is us too. But people had money. There was, you know, a lot of money floating around for some people. But uh, people with money, they couldn't travel. They weren't going out to dinner. I mean, so there was income. Um, and I think people that did well with each other during uh, COVID really began to respect and appreciate each other a lot more. And how better than to give something that's lasting, that's special, um, that maybe even can be passed down to a son or daughter or something yeah. like that. It became really personal again and um, pretty romantic. So, yeah. So. I'm going to turn it over to Dom, but I have one last question okay. that I want to ask is, what scares you? Mm. Getting lost. <laughs> Getting lost. <laughs> what scares me? Um, the world right now. The world right now. Yeah. With the economy and, and, and Russia and, and still COVID and mm -hmm. just so many different things. You know, I think I have tremendous faith in our business, but you only have so much control sure. over the world. Yeah. So, yeah. That. Thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable. Excellent. Um, I don't like to assume because you know what they say about assuming, but I take it Mr. Burnell is an inspiration for you? Yes. Yes. Like I said, the gentleman is, he's, he's a genius type. He was also a, a photographer and won numerous, numerous awards all over for his photography. And he was just smart, just smart and creative and a very nice man. Excellent. Along that line, who else is an inspiration? In the Wichita area first, and then let's look at the national landscape. Well, as far as retail goes, I think um, the former owners of Aspen Boutique, uh, James and Monica Schmidt, Schmitz, um, because they had such a unique store again. And it was kind of artistic and um, such a variety of things. And it was just always fun. It was fun to go in there. So as far as retail goes, um, Jenny Dawn Sellers, mm. oh, my goodness, what an amazing woman. What an amazing woman and what she has done in such a short amount of time. What about Wichita's business ecosystem? You've been here a minute. How would you like to see it change or evolve? Well, of course, you know, one of the big areas to grow is younger people, keeping younger people here. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are uh, different organizations that are really trying hard with that. And to make people appreciate Wichita, Wichita's a great town. Yeah. I yes. thought I would be here three or four years. And I love Wichita. It's so easy to get around in. Mm -hmm. um, economically, it's wonderful. We have so much culture and arts and parks. And, you know, it's, it's just a great city. I think we need, um, as far as transportation, our transportation, I feel, is poor. Um, like buses? Well, or, buses okay. and... Um, also, getting in and out of Wichita is huge. Like flying? Flying. Mm -hmm. One more question. Um, 
if you can tell us, not trying to be proprietary or anything, what's next on the Burnell frontier? I am slowly backing down a little bit at a time. Um, I just started working four days a week um, this February. I will still actively be involved in the business, but it's time for others to start kind of taking over some different areas. And it's been difficult, and it's been good, both. See, she works four days a week, E. I mean, and she's coming down. Can we get you... (laughs) At oh. steady at four days I a week. Just, I, oh this is my day off, by the way. Oh, see, <laughs> cherry on top. Uh-huh. I tell you what, <laughs> it's a good thing you have a degree in psychology. I may have to come talk to you. After <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hear that you have a hobby that um, you know this hobby dates back to like. During the Renaissance period. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what that hobby is? Glass blowing is magic. It's magic. <laughs> it is magic. You heard it here first. Maybe it first. is performing <laughs> magic. You've got this gooey, hot 2,000 degree liquid that you work with, and all you have between you is a long pipe, you know. Um, even a lot of times, you shape it with wet newspaper. You've got mm. this big, glob of incredibly hot glass and you've got a wet newspaper and you're playing with it and it's like this Mm. far from you um it just uh, oh gosh it's just fun wow it's just absolutely fun and it is magical how'd you get involved in that i mean like what made you say you know i was lucky enough when i was 17 i got to go to italy and i got to see the glass blowers and it was just fascinating And uh, when it came here, City Arts, which is incredible, by the way, and another one of the wonderful things that Wichita has, but uh, it's rare that a city this size, rare that larger cities even have a facility. And it's not that we have a real sophisticated facility, but they're working on it all the time. So I told my husband for my birthday, I wanted a glass blowing class. Well, it's expensive. And he said, okay, you can take a class. And he did not know that I was going to continue (laughs) (laughs) taking classes. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to continue. I thought, okay, this would be fun, you know, just do it once. And, and, oh, man, the bug bit me. Well, um, that's that's really fascinating. uh, I think you are the first person that I've met who's an actual glass blower. I was the first female teacher at City Arts, which I think is really cool. And now there are absolutely, it used to be kind of the good old boys club. And there are at least as many women now taking glass blowing classes as men. That's amazing. And I think it's just wonderful. And so do you just do this for yourself or do you share the art when you're done? Do you make you know, things for other organizations? For the chamber, I do their small business awards Ah. and um, Humankind Ministries. I've done awards for them as well. Very nice. Um, And then there are several galleries that I show at. Um, And of course, if somebody wants a piece, I'll make it for them. But I do it, truly, I do it for my own pleasure. It's my, let's get your yah-yahs out time, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) It's very zen. You have to 
totally concentrate, absolutely, or you will, number one, make a mess, number two, burn yourself. So, Well, speaking of Zen, what other other types of things do you do to uh, find your center? You do your art. Is there anything Mm -hmm. that you read or listen to that helps you get there? I feel very honored. I'm in the first women's Wichita book club. It started like in the 1920s or Mm. something like that. And I wish I had um, all the history on it, but it's been going full time since then. And there are just uh, so many women that are chosen. It started initially to get library books for the library. Okay. And what's done now is there are so many people in and they keep it at that number until someone retires from that. And then you have to be nominated to be in there. And the cool thing about it is these women are amazing. Um, Hopefully, uh, no one's offended. Most of them are older and sharp and uh, just fascinating to be around. Uh, Some of them really pillars of the community through Wichita. So I've really, really enjoyed that. Um, I love to read. And um, I have two big golden doodles that I love to play with. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. Hard part's over. You dealt with Ebony. Now it's word association (laughs) time. (laughs) I'm going to give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's one word. (laughs) There we go. Oh, we'll start out easy. Leader. This is going to be hard. Mm -mm. Leading. Okay. College. Fun. (laughs) Ooh. There might be a story there, but we're at the end of the show, so we got to continue. Entrepreneur. Brave. Yes. Failure. Try again. That's two words. That's okay. Success. Hard work. Two words again. Yes. All right. uh, Hero. My daughter. Ooh, nice. Keep on saying two words. Sorry. That's all right. It's your show. We just happy to be here. Fun. Awesome. Family. Wonderful. The uh, the chamber. Amazing. Wow. Wichita. Incredible. Vacation. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's hyphenated, by the way. <laughs> and last but not least, and you have to tell the truth on this one. Beverage. Wine. I knew that was coming. You served it up early with Jenny Don. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was fun. Yay. It was fun. You guys are awesome. Oh, that's so kind. Yeah. We are so thrilled to have you here and you sharing your story and telling us a little bit about you as a person, as, as an artist, and where we can find you. So we can find your work at uh, Burnell's Fine Jewelry, but also your glass blowing work at different galleries. Gallery 12, Gallery primarily. 12. Mm-hmm. Which, Wonderful. by the way, is a nonprofit, and it's just run by different individuals. Mm-hmm. And it's a great gallery downtown. So if you work downtown, the weather's nice, take a little stroll during lunch and go by Gallery 12. Yep, I agree. Well, thank you again for being here. Friends, if you would, please 
Leave us a message. Let us know how you enjoyed this segment. Share it with others who you may who may find value in this. And until next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.